listeners, and welcome back to the Every Plant Story podcast, a podcast where we share all kinds of plant stories from the life of us here at Gabriella Plants and around our plant community. My name is Shane. I'm the founder and CEO of Gabriella Plants, and I'm your host for this podcast. And today, we don't actually have a full podcast. I would more call this an announcement. We will have a podcast um, hopefully sometime over the weekend. We have a couple really special guests we've been working with, but uh, one of the things that is a reality in the plant community is that one of the busiest times of the year is spring, and it's uh, pretty difficult to get growers uh, on the phone and to be able to conduct some of those interviews when they're just currently in the busiest uh, season of the year, especially for the traditional growers um, who operate in the wholesale capacity. Um, they even see a much more dramatic concentration of their orders and their productivities in spring than even we do because obviously um, we use heat packs and we can ship year-round. The traditional industry um, even more so focuses on uh, the spring and summer months, so it's been kind of hard to get some of those guests in the, the studio. So today will be really just an announcement because I want to talk to you guys about story stakes. Um, so we won't have a co-host for today. Um, I want to talk about the story stakes, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. Uh, if you're listening to this, we would have made the announcement um, publicly at this point that we are going to be rolling out the and starting to ship the first of our Every Plant Has a Story nursery stakes, uh, or what we like to call story stakes. Um, so let me go into a little bit about the story stakes, because I wanted to use this announcement in an, in an audio form in the podcast feed uh, to maybe give a little bit more background and stuff. So I wrote down a few questions just to kind of keep me on point, uh, but let's go ahead and go through them. So I guess to start with an origin story, you have to start from where did the idea initially come from? So let's kind of rewind back um, to probably middle of last year, middle of 2020. One of the questions I would get asked most often when I would do live streams or any you know public speaking things is a lot of the, what I like to say is uh, th there's a lot of care tips or care requests for information that are somewhat um, relevant and hard, uh, somewhat relevant to your particular locality, and therefore kind of hard to use general statements. Um, for example, one of the when we first started to ship plants online um, about two and a half years ago, one of the initial comments, and it's not just an us thing; it was a lot of online um, sellers, and it still is a thing today. But um, the request or the comment or the feedback comes back that the soil retains moisture a lot, like it's hard to dry out in a in a different part of the country. And um, that was kind of weird to hear because the only reason that we use uh, a very high amount of peat and not a very aerated mix by most people's standards is because the greenhouses in Central Florida, where we're located, regularly hit above 100 degrees on a daily basis from we don't really have a spring or a fall. So it's pretty much once winter's over, you're back to that for um, eight months of the year or so. So with that in mind, it's extraordinarily extraordinarily difficult for us to actually keep plants hydrated in those conditions, which is why we tend to use kind of heavier mixes because it retains moisture better. It's also why we use fairly high quality peat mixes as well. Actually, not fairly. Some of the best peat mixes on the market is what we decide to use. Um, to us, it's an investment in the soil we use. So, um, but going back to what, where it kind of came from. So there's a lot of these questions that come up, um, 
for example, how much light or, or you know, does can you tell me more about how much light this plant needs? Well, um, the way that the industry and the way that, you know, the market and everything typically recommends the suggestion to you guys is, and you can probably fill in the blank, you know, moderate light. And I'm air quoting, you can't see that on a podcast, but um, moderate light. What is moderate light? Is, you know what I mean? What, where is, what, what actually is that? And is somebody describing, is me describing moderate light in an email going to be um, effective at communicating what the plant actually needs? Um, and when I was kind of brainstorming through this, you know, and, and having a lot of questions come back, like I kind of told the story on the, what type of soil mix we use. Um, when those questions would come back, I'm like, the thing that kind of occurred to me was the thing that I just explained to you, that there's a lot of these factors. There's a lot of things that all come into play together. You can get away with, um, you know, a much, um, more heavy soil mix if you have higher temperatures. Um, you can also get away with um, watering more often if you're in more light or outside where the plant's leaves are able to dry off very quickly. Things like that. Um, and they're not as prone to the bacteria bite or any of those infections from the leaves remaining wet. So even just from inside to outside, not to mention where you are in the country, makes a huge difference. And it is kind of difficult for growers to do that. So in an ideal way, you know, I, I'm sure I was up really, really late at night. This was an idea that kind of came through multiple weeks. And the majority of me having the idea came at the times I didn't even know how to really accomplish it myself. Um, but I kind of landed on, well, it'd be really cool if I could just send everybody a light meter and, you know, be able to tell them details about the plant, like whether or not it's been fertilized, how long the fertilizer uh, is still good for in the plant. Um, all of those things to me were like a great way to be able to preemptively answer a lot of questions that we get. Um, when do I need to refertilize? Well, if we could find a way to tell you how old the fertilizer was in the pot when you receive it, uh, that would go a long way for you knowing what your next steps are as far as taking care of the plant long term. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And I called one of my best friends who him and I have built kind of tech projects um, my our entire lives pretty much since high school. Um, and we went ahead and uh, kind of started talking about this. And, you know, I said, hey, we're already using, uh, you know, thermostat or not thermostats, uh, thermometers and different sensors in the greenhouse to know what temperature things are at and different things like that. Um, it would be really neat if we could share some of these stories with our customers, if we could find a way to take some of the data that we have and share it with our customers. So when we set out on it, that was kind of the initial, you know, plan. It was to find a way, however it looked. Now, as, um, Robert and I were talking through it those first couple nights, you know, he started kind of bringing up, well, does that mean we need to track individual plants? And at the time, to be quite honest with even you guys, the listeners, I and I was honest with him at the time, I said, there's no way that's even possible. Um, you know, in commercial greenhouses, you're planting batches of, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of plants. Um, it's very difficult to individually track every single one. In fact, we don't even have a, a exact count of how many um, cuttings we lose or plants that we have to, you know, dispose of for any reason. You know, it's it's really working in the greenhouse, the greenhouse that I took over, the wholesale operation, the commercial operation, 
was very much your your priorities got set on a week by week basis for you based on what the plants were doing. So the whole concept of being able to have um, the team, the technology to be able to even think about a plant in an individual sense was pretty far off initially. And as Robert and I spent more and more time kind of thinking through it and you know talking through it on the phone and stuff, we, we both kind of had the realization that there would be a lot more things we would have to get together ahead of time to make sure that we could even support an idea like this. So obviously I was recruiting him then and we continued to recruit him. Eventually he joined the team uh, in the middle of last year and kind of the first step we set out to accomplish, which is, by the way, just a sidestep from the actual story stake, was to create what we like to call GP app. It's not an app you can download, but it's an app we use internally in the greenhouse um, to do everything that is the back end for all the story stakes and even more. Um, we use lists to for shipping to request plants that they need in order to fulfill orders. Uh, so the inventory and shipping teams use it. The greenhouse team uses it to track what is growing on each bench and whether they are in a ready status or a growing status or indicate whether or not a particular group of plants may have or um, were unsure of a pest issue with it, um, all those kinds of things. So we call that GP app and we set out to start working on that first. So Robert led a team that of developers he was already working with and we went straight into trying to make GP app and get at least the fundamentals of being able to track inventory um, initially, not even on an individual basis. Initially, just on a, it would be really nice to know how many more we have growing when a customer asks one of our customer care people, like my wife, Miriam, you know, when, when are you going to have more of this? Do you have more of this growing? It'd be really nice to be able to have that answer. So that was kind of step one was beginning to use GP app. And as we came to the end of last year, in late 2020, Robert and I powwowed again and we started, you know, kind of discussing, hey, with the additions to the staff, Courtney being one of them, our, was our greenhouse team leader, now is our greenhouse manager. Congratulations, Courtney, if you're listening. Uh, the, the talent that those people brought to us and the amount of progress we were able to make within those teams of being organized and, and honestly bringing new skills and new training to the table that uh, I wasn't even able to provide that team. All of that kind of started to let me and Robert think, okay, maybe it is reasonable to uh, to take on a 2021 initiative under the name of Every Plant Has a Story and go for this thing that we think is going to be super unique and super cool in a great way uh, to help further educate plant people all over the country. So that was kind of where the idea came from and how it came to be. We initially obviously wanted to roll it out sooner than even this week and uh, that kind of thing, but we're here now, and that's what's really exciting. So a few more things. What are the story stakes, and what are you going to be able to do with them? So the story stakes, if you haven't seen the post yet, the story stake is a nursery stake, like a tag for a plant that sits in the soil, and it has a fairly large QR code. And if you scan the QR code, uh, starting April 19th is when we're going to start shipping these. If you scan the QR code, what you'll find is a nice, pretty little single page that will tell you the full history that we know about that plant right now. Um, right now, that data includes things like the grower name, the date it was planted, or you could use it to celebrate the plant's birthday, which I think is pretty cool since you know the date it was planted or propagated. So you have grower name, uh, propagated or planted date, 
the type of soil mix that was used, uh, any other notes that they left. That is what you'll be able to see when you scan these QR codes because every single plant has a story. Now, what's even cooler is every one of those QR codes is entirely unique. So we don't just use one uh, stake to or one QR code to represent an entire batch that was planted on the same day. Each plant actually does get an individual serial number. And that's really, really cool because it allows us in the future to share even more um, about the process of growing and shipping the plants that we do with our customers. So half of the initiative or half of the story stake is most certainly to tell you more information about the plant. The other side of it, in my mind, as the president and the owner of the business and the, the leader of a team of 26 really talented people, is that if we're able to tell you the name of the grower, that's awesome. That's just supporting the team that does the hard work to grow the plants, which I think is one of the reasons I started this podcast initially, was to be able to highlight the parts of the industry, the parts of the plant community that don't get the praise. And one of the, pe one of the groups of people that don't get the praise is the growers standing in the greenhouse, sweating it out. They have a very hard job and there's not often a way to celebrate them. Now, it doesn't just stop with being able to brag and share on the greenhouse team because as we continue to develop this initiative throughout the year, at some point, shipping will begin to scan plants and inventory will scan them when they're selected and shipping will scan them when they get added to boxes. And all of that will be able to tell you who, which member of the team touched your plant at each one of those stages. So not only will you know the, the person who planted it, eventually you'll also know things like the person who picked it out, the person who said there wasn't any pests on it, those kinds of things. Um, it's just going to be a really, really neat thing. And although the data that we're planning to share on April, starting April 19th is fairly limited in scope, the future is not limited in scope at all. Um, the future is very, very bright for the idea. It's one of the reasons we've been working really, really hard on our R&D projects, which is building our own uh, sensors for the greenhouses, for the plants, um, whether it's soil moisture sensors, uh, things like light levels and temperatures and humidity, things like that. We are gathering those. We're building the devices to capture even more data. But even right now, we're capturing um, on a minute-by-minute -minute basis the the temperature and the humidity in every single individual greenhouse that we have. That is a piece of information that right now doesn't have a way to share with you, but it's information in a lot of the backbone, not only on the code end of the Every Plant Story initiative, but also on what we've been doing in modifications to the greenhouse, building these sensors. If you've been following Gabriella Plants for a long time, you also know that one of my biggest things that we've been pushing uh, towards the end of last year, and we're just about through it now, as we've talked about on the podcast before, but all of our irrigation across the entire greenhouse is now automated through a system that is controlled over um, a local Wi-Fi connection. So all of those systems also track their history and would potentially be something we could share with our customers down the road too. So there's plenty more ahead for the Every Plant Story initiative. I'm super excited for it. These Every Plant Story stakes, like I said, will begin to ship with orders on April 19th. Um, one thing I do want to mention about that, not every plant is going to ship with one. We are not going to print a tag for a plant that didn't have a story when it was, when it was planted. So 
some plants were planted in 2021, but before we started as part of our procedures using and tagging every plant as we planted them. So we're rolling it out April 19th because that's around the time that one, we're going to have the portal for what happens when you scan the QR code. Um, that will be done by then. But we also kind of waited until April when at least, you know, a solid half probably are currently growing with nursery steak. So hopefully, as we continue to get further and further into spring, there will be more and more, you know, a higher percentage of nearly every plant that we ship, hopefully having one. And they certainly will be in every plant we grow, um, like we're doing right now. It's just a matter of time of as those plants get ready to ship, um, you'll see that transformation happen over time. And what's one thing, I guess it'd be kind of fun to just point out as a tiny little side note, if you look really carefully at our Instagram page, there's actually a pretty cool little uh, morphing happening where if you look at every shot of the greenhouse, there are definitely more and more plants in every frame that have these every plant story stakes. So we're super excited. Sorry that this was kind of a long announcement episode, and maybe we should just call it the podcast episode for this week. But I just wanted to share a little bit more detail of kind of where the idea came from, what all we intend to do with it. But we're super excited. And this has been something that we've, you know, been keeping kind of under wraps. We I've talked about it publicly to get some uh, feedback on the concept before, but this is really our first time sharing it with you guys, and we'd love to know what you think. So if you have any thoughts about um, the whole concept of story stakes and being us being able to share every plant's story with our customers, um, we'd love to hear about it. You can email us that feedback at feedback at everyplantstory.com. We would love to hear more about that as we continue to evolve this over time. And our hope is that this transparency and storytelling that we're able to do with our customers will really help them better care for the plants that they have and have a better appreciation for the heart, the people doing the hard work of growing, shipping, selecting the plants that we sell and ship each week. So um, it's going to be a really neat thing. Thank you guys for listening to this announcement mini episode, and we will be back in your podcast feeds before too long. Thank you.